Hi, this is Jackie Chavez, your host. Thank you for joining me for this week's episode of The High School Counselor. Welcome back. This is episode 14 of The High School Counselor. I am Jackie Chavez, your host. So since my last recording, I've been busy at work. One of the things uh, I got a chance to do was to attend a conference in my area. It was the Career and Technology Education Conference, just for counselors, giving us information on the different programs in our school systems, um, giving us an opportunity to network with other counselors across the state. So it was a really good um, conference. I got some excellent Um, information about apprenticeships that I will be getting together for a future podcast. So please stay tuned for that. At school, we had just finished meeting with our seniors, I think, when we last talked. But since that time, I've also met with my 11th grade students one-on-one, just talking to them about how things are going, how they're uh, moving towards graduation, uh, what their plans are after graduation. So met with juniors, We're now gearing up to meet with ninth graders to see how things are going with them. And then we'll follow that up with our 10th graders. So it's been exciting. I always like to meet with students one-on-one, gives me an opportunity to just see where they are in their journey. And that's always good. So this week, I have a very interesting topic, or what I think is interesting anyway. Um, It's about student athletes. And if you have a student, a high school student that plays a sport in high school, um, I hope you find this, you know, informative. I hope it at least raised some questions for you to go kind of do your own research. But I read an article in a journal called The Chronicle of Higher Education. I believe that's what it was. And the name of the article, yes, The Chronicle of Higher Education. And the name of the article was The Myth About Sports Scholarships. Because one of the biggest things we think about when students play sports and, you know, Uh, high school is whether or not they're going to play in college and how much money they're going to get to go to school and are they going to get a full ride. So this article kind of broke down um, some of the myths around what those scholarships really are, what they really mean, and what you as a family should be looking for as you go through that process. So I have my top five points from the article and I'll just kind of run through them um, really quickly. But please, as always, if you have information that you would like to share, please let me know. Send me an email. Um, Leave me a message on anchor.fm. If you have questions that you would like to have answered and you wouldn't mind sharing them with um, my audience, please do send those my way. So five points from this article, the truth about athletic scholarships. The first point was a statistic that I thought was amazing, had no idea is that last year alone, there were 8 million students that played sports in high school. So you had 8 million students across our country playing sports in high school. Of those 8 million students, only 170,000 of them actually got college scholarships. That's only 2% of those 8 million students, which tells me that Um, not everybody's not, you know, everybody's not making that leap from high school to college. And if they are, they're not getting money to do it. So that's something to keep in mind as you proceed through this process. And it is a very, um, 
lengthy process. It's a process that has a lot of moving parts. A lot of people are involved, a lot of rules and regulations that you need to be mindful of. And we'll talk about those in just a little bit. But that was the first thing I I, um, took from the article. Only 2% get scholarships. The second point was that the vast majority of students don't get what's considered a full ride. And by full ride, we normally mean tuition, um, books, room and board, all of your fees taken care of. Most students, the vast majority of students don't get a full ride. So then what are they getting? Well, scholarships for athletes can vary. They literally can mean a stipend for books or anything between that and getting a full ride. You may get a partial scholarship. You may just get room and board covered, or you may just get part of your tuition covered. Your family still may be responsible for some of your expenses. So you really have to take that into consideration when you're making your decision about where to go to college. Number three, was that the big sports get more money. Who? What are the big sports? Well, your big ones, according to this article, are those that bring in the most money to that college or university. Normally, that's football, basketball, both men's and women's, women's gymnastics, women's tennis, women's volleyball. Those were the sports that this article considered to be the big ones. Those are the ones that are bringing in more money to the schools. And so those are the athletes that are getting more scholarship money. Other sports are more limited. So if your um, student is not playing one of those big, what is that, six uh, sports, you might want to consider what your options are. If your family's okay to be able to support your student through college without a full ride, that's fine. You just need to know what you are being offered and what you're going to be responsible for. Throughout this process, you will talk to recruiters off and on, and you need to be sure you're asking the right questions. And one of the questions that this article says you should be asking is how much will it cost me to send my student to your school. Recruiters and coaches sometimes will not like to answer the question of how much they're going to offer you. They don't like to give you a specific number, but you need to know as a family what that figure is going to be and how much you're going to be responsible for. So you always want to know how much this school is each year, and then how much um, scholarship money they're offering you. Because remember, most students are not getting a full ride. So you're going to be responsible for some of this, um, these, these expenses and you need to know how much. Um, so just ask that question. Make sure it's clear and make sure you get an answer from somebody. If not the recruiter, then go to the admissions office or whoever you need to go to to find the answer to that question. How much is this going to cost me? Especially if you know you're not going to be getting everything covered. Also remember that scholarships are annual agreements. So I get it my first year, true, but it's not a guarantee every year. Every year you have to recommit to that agreement. You and the school both have to sit down again and say, we're both going to uphold our end of this deal, of this partnership. So just keep that in mind. It may not always be a full ride and it always is an annual commitment. 
Okay. Um, and then my last point is to understand the NCAA recruiting rules. There is a guide on their website just for students. It's called the Guide for the College Bound Student Athlete. And they outline everything you're going to need. And it's a booklet that if you're really serious about making the transition from high school to sports college sports, you need to make sure you understand everything that is required of you and everything that has to be done each step of the way. Um, one of the things you want to look at, of course, is what I need to be eligible. The NCAA is the organization that governs sports that are played on the college level. They set out the rules and regulations. They are uh, the, the uh, organization that will qualify you to play at the next level. So you have to meet some eligibility requirements. All that information is in that guide. That's the 2000, right now it's a 2018-19 guide for the college bound student athlete. So look that up, just kind of do a search for NCAA, go to their website, get that um, pamphlet, download it to your laptop or cell phone and make sure you're reading through it so that you are aware of all that's required of you. One of the things I want you to pay attention to this year, it's on page 32, it's the recruiting calendar. There are rules and guidelines that determine how you are to um, interact with coaches and recruiters, very specific guidelines that you must abide by. So make sure you know what those are and that you're following them because you don't want anything to hinder you getting a scholarship. So just keep those things in mind. Really good article, really good information. If you know of additional information about student athletes and, and recruiting process, please reach out to me. Let's have this, let's keep this conversation going. Um, I think this is very important. And as you and your families go through high school, you want to know what your options are upon graduation. It's a very, it can be a very exciting process, but a very intense process as well. So I hope this was helpful for you. If you know of anybody that needs to hear this information, please pass it on and please join me next week for episode 15 of the high school counselor. This week, I'd like to highlight a resource. The NCAA website can be found at ncaa.org. That's ncaa.org. If you are a high school student who is interested in moving from high school to college sports, it's definitely a resource that you need to have handy. It contains all the information that you and your parents will need to have in order to make this transition successful. That's ncaa.org. Thanks for joining me for another episode of The High School Counselor. For questions and feedback, please email me at thehighschoolcounselor4u at gmail.com. That's the high school counselor, the number four, and the letter u at gmail.com. Or simply message me during the podcast at anchor.fm. This podcast is available on several platforms, including anchor.fm, Apple, and Google Podcasts. Don't forget to subscribe. <laughs>